Welcome to Liberating Any Beauty Revolution, a movement where we all come together to break free from everything that's keeping us stuck emotionally, mentally, physically, spiritually, sensually, sexually, and financially. So we can all come and welcome our true divine self and live the life that we truly desire. I am Lucia Gabriela, and today's topic, we actually we have an interview. Our topic today is sexual healing through craniosacral therapy. And we have our guest today. Uh, his name is Terry Gowinski, and he is a specialist on craniosacral therapy in here in Sarasota, Florida. Thank you, Terry, for coming today and um, being part of this amazing uh, show. I'm so honored to have you. And uh, introduce yourself a little bit. And, wow. um, <laughs> what do you do, who you are, and uh, share with our tribe uh, the beautiful of um, the beauty of cranial sacred and what it is. A lot of people out there don't know what cranial sacred is. So if you can please uh, share with us what it is and um, how you can help people. Okay, my name is Terrence Gerwinski. Uh, I've been doing cranial work for 20, 20 years. I'm a licensed massage therapy, but 20 years ago I stopped doing massage and started doing cranial sacral therapy because I found with cranial sacral therapy uh, accesses the body at a much deeper level than, than massage and the results for my clients are so much deeper and faster. Yeah, um, as a colleague, I, um, I have experienced the beautiful um, uh, energetic releases that cranial sacral creates in the body um, can you just explain us a little bit more of what it is, like how does that um, work uh, for people that have no idea what, uh, how really cranial sacral work? Essentially, what we're working with in cranial sacral therapy is energy, and life is energy. And I'm going to take a step back before I talk about energy. I'm going to talk about the human body. And our body is all our muscles and uh, organs are encased in fascia, connective tissue, very strong connective tissue. Not only are the organs encased in or, and the muscles encased in fascia, but are also interspersed in fascia. If we didn't have fascia, uh, and our muscles would pull apart, it holds our muscles together. It doesn't give the muscles their strength, but it gives the muscles their shapes, attaches the muscles to the bone. So all our muscles from your little toe to the top of your head is encased in fascia all your organs are encased in fascia and your um, uh, cranial sacral system is also encased in fascia and that's the spinal cord and the brain are encased in fascia the spinal cord is encased in a tube called the dural tube that anchors into your sacrum ultimately in your tailbone uh, goes through the holes in the vertebrae, the vertebral canal, as it enters your cranium, it opens up and becomes the outer lining of your cranium. Then within our cranium, we have two sheets of fascia, a vertical sheet and a horizontal sheet attached to that outer lining. If we remove everything from the body other than fascia, we would have the outline of the human body and fascia. And why fascia is important is because, and this is where we're going to relate energy to it, uh, let's say I'm walking out of my office and I gently bump my shoulder on the door jamb. Mm -hmm. 
by the laws of physics, energy is coming into my body and something has to happen to that body. Body says, no problem, and just dissipates. It spreads it around. But let's say I fall with my whole weight against the door jam, or I go out on the street and somebody, I'm sitting in my car at a stoplight and somebody plows into the back of my car at 50 miles an hour. Energy is a tremendous amount of energy is coming into my body through that trauma. The body says, if I try to spread this energy around, dissipate it, it's just going to cause further trauma. So we, I need to stop that energy. And what happens is fascia shortens and tightens to isolate that energy. Three things happen when fascia shortens and tightens. There's going to be pain in that area, related area. You're going to lose range of motion. You can't move your arm uh, the same way that you did before that trauma took place. And thirdly, there's a transfer of energy within the body. Because the cranial sacral system, the brain and the spinal cord, are encased in fascia, and I'm, I got to take a step back and I that fascia in the body is totally interrelated. It's all one network. So if energy comes into your knee and the fascia in your knee tightens up, the rest of the fascia in the body feel that. They mm -hmm. feel an increasing tightness. Okay, so you're in a car accident, the energy comes into your hip or your shoulder, the fascia shortens and tightens, the rest of the fascia in the body feel that increased tension, the organs, and it's going to kind of slow down the natural movement of the organs, but the cranial sacral system also is, uh, feels that increased tension. And we'll take a step back with the cranial sacral system. We have the brain and the spinal cord bathed in cerebral spinal fluid. We have a set amount of fluid within our system. But every four to six seconds within our cranium, the body adds an extra amount of craniosacral fluid, let's say a half ounce. The next four to six seconds, the body absorbs a half ounce of old craniosacral fluid with metabolic waste in it. That cycle is repeated six to 10 times a minute. And if we were to be able to look at the cranium, the cranium has plates in it, bones, and these bones are meant to move. So when the body is adding new cranial sacral fluid, the plates open up, it's a high pressure, and then the body starts to absorb old cranial sacral fluid and the plates come back together. And if you could see or feel, you would see this happening in our head. So our head, just like our lungs respirate, so does our head open and close. Now, Sometimes, because of trauma to the head or tension from other parts of the body, there's, the plates are not moving freely. Doesn't mean that the body isn't adding or subtracting cranial sacral fluid, but it's doing it against resistance. When we talked about uh, pain uh, because of that uh, fascia shortening and tightening, pain in that area or related area, lots of range of motion and flexibility in the body. And the third one was the cranial sacral system. The cranial sacral system turns to the body and says, because of that car accident, that fall, that surgery, uh, that emotional trauma, I feel a drag on me. Mm 
okay? And let's say we have 200 pounds of energy every day, 100 pounds of energy goes to keeping our uh, bodies physiologically going, our organs and everything that's involved in that. 100 pounds is our functional energy, uh, work play energy, seven o'clock in the morning, 10 o'clock at night, and all of a sudden you've been in that car accident, the cranial sacral system says, because of that car accident, I feel a drag on me. If you want me to function at least adequately, I need more energy. And in this case, it was a severe car accident, I need another 30 pounds of energy. So guess where that comes from? It comes out of our functional energy, that seven o'clock in the morning, 10 o'clock at night. So now you only have 70 pounds of energy to function that same time period. And that explains why as we go through great trauma, our energy levels drop, or as we age, our, level, our energy levels drop. Because as we age, life keeps beating us up. We might start off with birth trauma, falling off a tricycle at three years old, out of a tree at uh, 10 or 12 years old, somebody hitting us on the head with a baseball bat, car accidents, falls, surgeries, illness, emotional traumas, death, divorce, abuse. Emotional traumas are also energy coming into the body. And just mm -hmm. think when you go through some emotional crisis, what happens? Your body tightens up. So because of history, and we are the history of everything that has happened to us from the time we're conceived, whatever's going on in our mother's life, our our birth uh, and all the, the traumas that take place until you are where you are. And so our bodies are our history. So the three things we talked about, pain, uh, range of motion restriction, and now uh, the cranial sacral system asking for more energy and our energy levels drop. Okay, so what we're dealing with is we need to access these, what Dr. Upledger, who developed craniosacral therapy, called energy cysts. And these energy cysts, these are these pockets of energy where fascia has shortened and tightened and isolated that energy, could be in our bodies 40, 50, 60 years. The body at the time when the trauma took place says, when I feel safe, I'm going to come back, I'm going to come back and correct that. And many of us, our bodies just don't have the energy to deal with that, that trauma. And that's where our bodies get stuck. Our bodies have done everything that it should, protected us, but got stuck. So you come into my office and me as the cranial sacral therapist, I create that safe place on your body. And uh, cranial sacral therapy is, and can I touch you? Okay, mm -hmm. essentially is very, is holding techniques. What we want to do is access the body and go to the place where fascia has shortened and tightened and where that energy is isolated. As I come onto your body, your body will either say to yourself, I feel safe with this therapist or I don't feel safe with the therapist in my case. I'd say 99% of the people feel safe with me. So I put my hands on the person's body. It may be on their hips if they, uh, uh, maybe one leg is pulled up by the fascia or they have sciatic pain or 
restriction in terms of movement. So I'd put maybe one hand underneath your sacrum, one hand on top of your abdomen, and we just sit there for 5, 10, 15, 20 seconds. And your body says, okay, I feel safe and immediately the body will start to allow some of that shortened fascia to go back to its original memory memory of long and you as the client will immediately start to feel you start to feel it as a releasing a relaxing a letting go uh, your hip might turn out uh, you may start to feel energy moving down your legs or different parts of your body and essentially the whole session will be related to releasing as much of these isolated pockets of energy because as that energy starts to release, release from the body, uh, the fascia is lengthening out and three things happen. Uh, pain starts to dissipate and go away. Range of motion increases. You might come in only raising your arm up to your shoulder. At the end of the session, you're raising your arm over your head without me stretching you out or doing anything other than working on that specific area or another area. Uh, and then the third thing that happens at some point, sometimes first session, sometimes after three or four sessions, the cranial sacral system says, thank you, thank you, thank you. I don't feel the drag of that car accident anymore because we've released enough fascia from that trauma that the cranial sacral system says, thank you. I don't need that 25 pounds of energy that I borrowed 10 years ago or five years ago and gives it back to the body. And all of a sudden you will start doing things that normally would be uh, a problem for you to do because you just don't have the energy. I had one lady who was in her 70s comes in and she says, you know, I could only do about 10 minutes of housework and I'm exhausted. Four sessions later, she comes in and she says, I got up Sunday morning and I was able to do six hours of housework. She was all excited. Now, I don't know how anybody could be excited about doing <laughs> six hours of housework, but what happened was this lady now had the energy to be able to do what she wanted to do. And this is the phenomenal thing about cranial cycle therapy. The results uh, are immediate. Uh, generally, if you go to a craniosacral therapist who's well-trained and knows what they're doing, you should leave almost every session feeling better than when you came in. Came in. Yeah. One of the amazing <coughs> things about Terry, when I met him, uh, we met in a, an amazing event for uh, beauty and wellness here in Sarasota, and uh, he was doing some demonstrations of craniosacral into um, to people and I volunteered to you know as a practitioner myself I, I just wanted to see like um, experience the touch of other um, amazing cranial circle therapists and um, what I love about the fact that Terry did it was that my hip was like um, was like kind of like dislocated in an aspect and after 15 minutes of working with me on the table um, my hip got in alignment nicely like mm -hmm. it was just 15 minute session and then like then we have another session together where you work on me and like more things like more rain of motion will happen immediately and the result that like truly remarkable like you can like you say like after a session of cranial sacral you can actually see the result one of the things i love about cranial sacral is that 
the practitioner are not just a train in the physiological level or just the physical level of it, but also the practitioners go deeper into the energy work of it. And so that healer, energy worker myself, I, I love the fact that um, uh, we are, you know, we're trained in the, in the field of like being present with the energy and allowing that energy to do the work and it to work and, and, and allow the healing of the body to do uh, properly and like by itself. And we just there to provide, you know, the sacred, the, the space of sacredness that you're providing for your client. So, um, the topic is going to go a little more heated up, you know me. Um, we're going to be talking, uh, it's, it's amazing that to see like uh, cranial secret can help us in different issues of our life, uh, many traumas. And one of the things I love about Terry is that um, when we were talking, uh, he mentioned to me about like how, um, how he helped women that had gone through um, sexual abuse to release the blockages of that abuse and that trauma. As we know, um, anything that happened in our life emotionally, I love the fact that you brought up the whole emotion uh, blockages that it get caught up in the body. One of the things I love to uh, share is that anything that's happened to us is not just happening physically, like by a bump or like a car accident, but also happen in an emotional level that we get caught up and we, we suppress in our body all those emotions from the past. And cranial sacral that help to relieve the blockages in a very safe environment. And um, how does that work with like um, for us to experience true sexual healing? We have to experience emotional healing. And cran cranial sacral is a great way to help our body to relieve the emotional blockages that we have. And um, any kind of like anger, resentment, uh, suffering, uh, uh, when somebody dies and we have these um, uh, emotional, how do you call these words, they just come out of my mouth. Um, when we are grieved, right, right? Grieving. <laughs> grieving, that yes, when yes. we grieve, and uh, the whole grieving get attached in our lungs, and I do see a lot of great um, results from craniosacral therapy on grieving, because it helped the lungs to breathe again mm -hmm. and, and this whole energy just get back into um, into normal state. And um, talk a little more about like experiences with helping women and um, to release these blockages of sexual abuse because that's our topic today. Like uh, um, our goal is to uh, empower people to realize that there's so many therapies out there for sexual healing. And cranial secret is one of them in a very nice, safe environment um, where we feel very comfortable and very loved and very cared by the practitioner itself to be able to do this work. How does that work? Like, what is like your experience with like healing um, sexual abuse in women um, that have gone through like that trauma? Uh, just like we were talking a little before, when a physical trauma comes into your body fascia reacts to isolate that energy. An emotional trauma comes into your body, the same thing. Our body, we store those emotional trauma, traumas in our body. Uh, what I find with uh, women who come in who've been sexually molested, especially as children, uh, they tend to be very cerebral people. They're up in, up in their head and to the point at which 
they're uh, if things get tough, they'll even leave their bodies. They dissociate. They mm -hmm. they go away. Another thing that I've found with almost uh, every person that I've dealt with over the last 20 years, um, by the time they're 30 years of age, they've had all kinds of gynecological and lower bowel problems. And like, why why are these women so cerebral? Why are they up in the head? And one of the things I must say is most of these women who've come in are very bright, uh, intuitive, uh, very disciplined people in their lives and many of them come in because they know something isn't working in their lives. My theory is that we carry the energy of our abusers on our body mm -hmm. and the theory that I'm going to propound is where is this energy mostly in someone who's been sexually abused would be in the abdomen in the sexual areas why why does do these women develop gynecological problems by age 30 i believe that this energy of the abuser is so toxic mm -hmm. that after a while uh, not only is the body um, um, jammed up the fascia is jammed up because it's tightened up to protect uh, the person, but also the energy of that the abuser is so toxic that the poor cells just give up the ghost and then you have all kinds of problems. I also find that people are cut in half. The, their upper half is not connected to, to the lower half. And the process that I uh, use uh, is I can't say it's uh, something that I learned from Upledger. Upledger has and uh, has their way of dealing with emotional traumas. This uh, system that came to me just developed over over the years, and it's very simplistic. And I actually remove myself from the process as much as possible. Okay, uh, let's say it isn't um, it isn't related to sexual abuse but other kinds of trauma so uh, I kind of hone in like where are you burying some of this emotional trauma let's say your heart area so it's a very simple process you're on a table fully clothed and I would have one hand behind can I put mm -hmm. and one hand over your heart area and I'll say I want you to put your thinking analytical mind aside we want to get beyond the mind because the mind plays games with you and I just want you to with your awareness I want you to come into your heart area mm -hmm. and it's going to be like walking into a room for the first time and you're just going to look around and become aware of what's there. You might see bone and flesh, but not necessarily. You're more likely to see darkness, light, shapes, symbols. You may have certain feelings and sometimes nothing happens. About 80, 85% of the people come in are able to go in with an awareness and I'll tell them whatever you, whatever comes up, I don't want you to analyze it. I just want you to be aware of it and experience it. And when you become aware of something that's coming up in your heart area, I want you to tell me. And if I ask you any questions, I don't want you to think the answer. I just want you to uh, to whatever the first thing that comes up. That'll be perfect. And I'm here with you. You're safe. 
And so then I'll take the person through, okay, I want you to put your, your mind aside and come into this awareness and just have my hand over and they're very quiet and maybe after a minute or two or three, they'll say, oh, it looks like a dark cave. And, um, and I'll say, uh, may, I might ask a question, where are you? Are you looking in the cave or are you in the cave? Uh, I'm in the cave. And how do you feel about being in the cave? Well, it's a little bit uncomfortable. And I'll say, you're safe. I'm here with you. I want you to experience this. And when I, years ago, when I first started, I used to do a lot more uh, dialoguing, and now I don't. I just say, I want you to experience this. I have my hands on you, so healing energy is going into the area. And as the person is experiencing, they may see a light at the end of the cave. And I'll say, and they'll, you know, this things change, they'll mention it to me, and I'll say, well, why don't you go towards the light? And as the process goes on, they may come out into a pastoral scene. And, you know, they might be in, you know, a meadow or a beach. And when they come back into their body, it's like they've, a hundred pounds has been lifted mm -hmm. off of them. We don't even know the story. The story was you went into that organ and the body presented an image to you. Whether we know what that image or not is, is irrelevant, and the story is irrelevant. It's mm -hmm. just that what we were, what you're immediately seeing is the body saying, this is the negative energy that's, that's there. And it could be, you know, betrayal, it could be anger, it could be anything. And as you experience it, all of a sudden this uh, negative energy starts to dissipate and you move into a positive energy and people get off the table and say, oh, I feel 100 pounds lighter. Mm -hmm. And as you're going through this process, I can feel physical changes actually yeah. taking place. Uh, sometimes, uh, uh, sometimes if you're finding an energy in there, I'll say, what do you want to do with that energy if it's alien to you? And, uh, you know, you can send it back to the universe, you can send it to your abuser, you can do whatever you want with that energy. Mm -hmm. And they'll say, okay, I want to send it back to the universe, go ahead. And, and so this healing process takes place. Now with uh, sexual abuse, so we'll go down to the pelvic area, I'll have one hand under the sacrum, one hand on top of, of uh, the abdomen and um, again go through the process you're going to put your thinking mind aside and just with your awareness you're going to come into this area and it's going to be like walking into a room for the first time uh, i've had some clients say go in and it's oh it's like a desert it's dead there's no life life there and so then we go through the same process of just i want you to experience that and as uh, um, you experience it, maybe they might start to see an energy and an energy that they're not comfortable with and most likely that's probably the energy of their abuser. Okay, mm -hmm. what do you want to do with that energy? You know, you can send it back to the abuser. You have to realize this was not your energy. It was imposed upon you mm -hmm. and you need to now be free of that energy. So then the person makes choice. Sometimes they want to send it back to the abuser. Sometimes 
they want to send it to the universe. And as this energy leaves uh, their body, again, the images start to change. You know, uh, maybe there's a, a vegetation or a lushness or an aliveness in, in the tissue. And again, after they come back out, it's like, oh, I feel 100 pounds lighter. You know, just feel so much free. And what I personally think is happening you know, the memory of that abuse may still be there, the history is there, but the toxicity of yeah. that trauma kind of dissipates as we allow that energy to release. And I want you to, you know, make no pretense that I'm, uh, you know, a psychologist or anything. I'm not doing any psychology. I'm working with the physical body to allow energy that has been imposed on the body to leave the body. Just like we're working with the energy of that car accident and that energy comes in here, mm -hmm. we get the body to feel safe, the fascia starts to, some of the fascia starts to go back to its original memory of long and long fascia cannot keep energy isolated so that energy releases in the same way that we're dealing with emotional energy. We're allowing the body to release that energy. So it's, we're working with the body physically and we're working with the body on an energy level. Mm -hmm. And uh, each session in cranial sacral therapy, uh, the body will only give up as much of that shortened fascia as it feels comfortable because as the fascia lengthens out, the muscles that the fascia encases or envelopes is going to be changed because as the fascia lengthens out, these muscles will go back to their original length. And then all these changes, not only uh, to the muscles, but to the nervous system, to everything else that's functioning in the body, have to be integrated back into the structural system, into the fascial muscular system, into the mental emotional system, and even into the spiritual system. So we're working with the body at a multi-dimensional system. Each session of craniosacral therapy is progressive from the previous session. So we consider each session like peeling an onion. So you mm -hmm. come in, uh, Lucia has had one full session and then one 15-minute session. So let's say in the first 15-minute session, we peeled three or four layers off the fascial restrictions in your body. Uh, depending on uh, the history of Lucia, she may have a hundred layers. So she came in for a full session, we peeled off another six or eight layers. So the next time, if she decides not to fire me and come back into uh, having another session, we're going to start. So we peeled off four layers. The next time we peeled off eight. So we, we're going to start 12 layers deeper, peel off another six or eight, eight layers. So each time we're opening up the body physically, mentally, emotionally, and, and spiritually. What I've found in the last two years, which I really almost want to shout to the world, physical and emotional traumas shut down energy to our organs. And this is the first thing that, uh, that has hit me between the eye. And as we release these physical and emotional um, blockages in the body, energy is restored to these organs. And... 
uh, that's so, so important. So that's why it's so important for us to open up our bodies, re release all those tensions. Many people are out there, and as you watch people who age, what happens? Their bodies get stiffer, more twisted, their mobility gets impaired, mm -hmm. and a lot of that could be released by fascial work. And there's different types of fascial work. Personally, I think cranial sacral th uh, therapy is the deepest because uh, a lot of the fascial work is out there that people think they have to go in and stretch the fascia, work yeah. on the fascia. Well, the fascia is multidimensional and, you know, there's, we can only access physically a certain amount of that fascia. Well, the difference with cranial sacral therapy is I'm not going in and stretching out the fascia. I'm accessing the body's ability to correct mm -hmm. and reorganize itself. And this is the genius of Dr. Upledger and why I consider him one of the great 20th century thinkers. He showed us that the body can correct and heal itself physically, mentally, and emotionally if we support the body in the proper way. And with us, it's uh, creating that safe place and then also working with the fascia, but I'm a facilitator. Mm -hmm. All that happens within the session is coming from, from within your body, the wisdom in your body. And I'll take it a little further in craniocycle therapy. We believe that there is a wisdom in your body that knows everything uh, about your body from the time you're conceived mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually. And when I access your body, I'm connecting with that wisdom in the body. And the most amazing things, I may be working on your, on your hips, and all of a sudden your right shoulder comes into my consciousness, and that's a signal either for me to go and work on your shoulder or connect your shoulder to where I'm working on your hips. If I listen to that what's coming to me, and where is that coming to me? We believe it's coming from your wisdom. It's telling us exactly what to do. So if I connect your shoulder to your hip, um, and in cranial sacral therapy, there's about six or seven different kinds of releases that we're either feeling for or watching for uh, or listening to. And so if I connect your uh, hip to your shoulder and all of a sudden your body releases, might have a breath release, mm -hmm. uh, fascia might release so we can feel that softening. Uh, there might be a gurgling in your stomach, which is called borborygmus. It's a fluid release in the abdomen because uh, most likely uh, f uh, fascia around fluid ducts is releasing. I know that I'm really where I need to be and that I've listened to your wisdom. And the more we listen to the wisdom in your body, the body will take us to exactly where we need to go. Who knows more about your body than you and the wisdom in your body? Much smarter than any therapist that's there. And uh, a good therapist is always listening, is always listening to follow the body. And again, I'm a facilitator. I'm there to give your body any energy that it needs to do and to focus the energy on the areas that we're working for. It's, I've been doing it for 20 years and I just love the work. For me, every time I feel fascia releasing 
and I feel generally as much as you are going to feel in your body. For me, it's like delivering a baby. And why I get so excited is what am I feeling? I'm feeling that incredible intelligence within the body that the body knows how to do. And it's allowing me to be part of that process. And that's just so absolutely exciting. Uh, from my point of view, cranial sacral therapy is a, a therapy that frees people up from their prisons of pain, restriction, both physical and emotional. And we all are in a prison of some kind of pain uh, and restriction, either physically or emotionally. And if we can walk out of the office feeling better, more energy, or if we can put behind us uh, the effects of uh, abuse of any kind, wow, you know, that's, that's where we need to be. We need to get out of what was imposed upon us to being who we are, mm -hmm. free of, uh, you know, our parents or some authority figure uh, establishing that we're dumb or stupid. And mm. much of what we do in life is what was imposed upon us as a children. And many times we're not looking at ourselves through our own eyes. We're looking at ourselves through our angry father's eyes or our abusive mother's eyes or an angry teacher's eye or, you know, a cleric or somebody who imposed something on us and they establish that we're dumb, stupid, worthless, and all our life we're seeing through those eyes. So what we want to do is get to a point where we see ourselves through our own eyes and get rid of that stuff that's been imposed upon us. And that's why we're talking about energy, because energy is imposed upon us. It's imposed upon us through physical trauma, an accident, a fall, or through uh, emotional abuse or sexual abuse. That energy is imposed upon us and that energy is alien to our body and we need to get rid of that energy whether it's a physical energy or an emotional energy to free up our bodies to be who we should be. Mm -hmm. One um, thank you it's amazing uh, all the wisdom you have. Uh, one of the things I, uh, I love the fact that you pointed out a lot it was um, that the facilitator create that amazing healing space for the body to heal itself. And also is a very empowering, uh, um, you know, empowering um, a way of, of healing because it put the person, the body into its own power. You know, it bring the person into being in her own power. The And when we're talking about the energy that other people's energy are imposing to us for like many uh, situations, uh, emotions, it is true that now for us to truly experience healing is about coming to coming home, coming to ourselves, starting from within out. That's like the, one of the most passionate things I am about is, is that all healing stuff from within. And working with Cranial Sacral allows the client, the people, to come back to their own power of healing and not expecting or relying on somebody else to do the healing for them, but their body kind of feel safe to say, hey, now I'm recognized, I'm honored, I am appreciated for my own abilities to heal myself, and I feel like the body energetic-wise start doing work not, you know, naturally, and also allow the person to be on her own power, to be the person who, who lived her life fully on fire, 
and let go of all those people, those energies that are not worthy of her or not worthy of them, or especially for men too that have been sexually abused. Um, it is nice to see that creating your secret, create that space for for us to come home. Yes, I and love that. And do the healing yeah. from within and, uh, and let go of everything that is not worthy of us. Mm -hmm. It's such a beautiful work you do. Yeah. Thank you, thank you so much for what you're doing for uh, a woman out there and uh, for everyone that is um, is going through hard times in their life and they have that pressure and that tightness. And I really appreciate honor your work. Well, thank you so much, Terry. I thank you for interviewing me and I thank you for the work that you're doing to get the message out there that there is help for for people who've been physically, mentally, emotionally abused and that we can come into who we are, we can come home and finally see the world and see ourselves through our eyes, not something that's been been imposed on us uh, mentally, emotionally, physically, and uh, just be free. Very yeah. important. That's that's the that's the um, the vision of liberating inner beauty is mm -hmm. about breaking free from everything, everything, absolutely everything, keeping yeah. us stuck and and truly live from a place of love and honor, respect, appreciation, and and be the person who we are, not worrying about what other people think and not worrying about uh, nothing. It's just be fully present with ourselves and be in our own power and heal from within out. <laughs> Thank you so much, Terry. I love having a conversation with you. Um, thank you so much, everyone, for joining us today at Liberating in the Beauty. Um, remind you that uh, you can be part of the amazing Liberating Inner Beauty community where we are here to empower each other to break free from everything that's keeping us stuck. So go to www.liberatinginnerbeauty.com and be part of amazing, empowering, and supporting our inner circles. And um, also remember that we are having retreats in Ecuador. So for that, go to www shamanicadventure.com empowering retreat where we all come together to Ecuador the beautiful landscapes there and uh, we transform our life from the inside out with the help of amazing beautiful shamans adventure a lot of transformation and I'm going to be there uh, but if you have plans to go to Ecuador and you don't want to do a retreat um, just let me know give me a call um, you can send us an email at www.shamanicadventure.com so, if you have any questions, send us an email at support at liberatinginnerbeauty.com. Please like this video, share with others. It's a very powerful information that we have there for you, and especially if you know of anybody that has been sexually abused, emotional abused, mental abused, there is ways out there now. We have amazing practitioners out there in our world that are helping us to really break free and be who we truly are. Thank you so much. I love you. Have an awesome day. Blessings.